Blooming Bravely is a podcast for women who desire to bloom into the best version of themselves and birth the lives and businesses they feel called to create. At times, the self-discovery and entrepreneurial paths can feel scary and lonely. So whenever you feel like you've lost your way or you're procrastinating or stuck in overwhelm or doubting yourself or just simply scared as fuck and shitting your pants, let this be your go-to for a healthy dose of inspiration, motivation, encouragement and support so that you can find your way again. My name is Jane and welcome to Blooming Bravely. Hey, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, today, I want to chat about triggers and what to do when you get triggered. I'm going to be sharing a little bit about what I do um, because, yeah, it's actually been something that I've been chatting with um, some women about and I also personally had a very triggering experience recently so I um yeah I just wanted to talk about it today so what is a trigger (laughs) first off like if this language if you're not familiar with it or if you're just a bit confused around what it is like when I say like triggers um and what to do when you get triggered I'm talking about like a situation or something that you have a strong or like a, a big kind of emotional reaction to something. And it could be like someone saying something or someone um, doing something or you witnessing someone that triggers you, like their behavior triggers you. And you're basically having like a, a strong emotional reaction. So, and it could be like, any of the emotions like you could be hurt you could get upset sad angry you could shut down you could feel rejected um, pissed off like envious jealous um, defensive like any emotion but it's it's usually really strong so like you could be fine one minute (laughs) and the next minute you you're not and your your mood like completely changes and it's just like a switch has been flicked so (coughs) why does this happen basically we have like wounds from the past they're just like yeah past wounds that come back to haunt us (laughs) if you like um but they yeah they're wounds from the past that haven't been fully healed and sometimes the things that happen um like whether it's the situations or someone saying something and it's like we're bumping up against that old wound um that hasn't fully healed and it's i see it as like a really good opportunity to to do healing like to really look at yourself and um, yeah, see so it as a chance to heal, like grow, open, expand. Like, so um, I used to, like with triggers, my partner used to really like trigger the shit out of me. <laughs> and I used to play the blame game um, when my partner would trigger me, which was a lot. I used to blame him and not take responsibility <coughs> for myself or for my reaction and for my emotions. And I would be reacting rather than responding. So 
<coughs> I would shut down and I would chuck a pity party and I'd basically like almost want him to feel bad or feel sorry for me, whether it was like a way of getting attention or getting love or I don't know. But like I used to never really like see it as a trigger. Like I'd always just be like, oh, he's doing this thing and he's, you know, um, and just blame him. And there was nothing ever wrong that I did. It was always his fault. Um, And I actually used to question whether he was the one for me because he triggered me so much actually um <coughs> quite strongly in hindsight at the time like I didn't you know realize like I didn't have this perception around like oh he's triggering me how can I take responsibility how can I um like you know look into this and get curious and heal from it it was just like <coughs> um yeah like it, it really triggered me at the time but in hindsight like yeah over the years like I suppose I just started to like take more responsibility and become more aware of what was actually going on um and yeah so he he was actually in hindsight like he was or and is like a perfect partner for me because one I love him um but those (coughs) those triggers were opportunities for me to um like all those situations were bringing up the unhealed like daddy wounds (laughs) um and the wounds from my childhood they were bringing those up to the surface so that I could heal them and have a healthier relationship rather than just running away and avoiding the situation and never having like a relationship because and it got to the point where I kind of realized like oh this is just going to keep following me around like if I um, choose to leave this relationship and you know we say like start another one like I felt like that stuff the triggers would just keep keep happening like I realized like oh maybe it's not him maybe it's actually me so yeah what do I do now like what actually shifted well like I said um, it was really I think over time yeah I just slowly started to realize maybe because it was happening like again and again um around similar like themes or similar things that would just yeah always trigger me I'm like why is this bothering me I don't want it to be bothering me like um and yeah I really I think because of the repercussions of that like how my behavior and my emotions were so strong and then how I would maybe like shut down or um you know get grumpy or whatever and then put put the blame on him and kind of like um yeah it it just it wasn't like a healthy functioning relationship it wasn't good for me it wasn't good for him like we were both unhappy after something like that happened so um over time I noticed like that when I'm triggered I I get curious so now like when I get triggered I get curious I'm like hmm okay I'm triggered here like what actually triggered me so what was the part like what actually happened what exactly upset me like what was it that ex- that ex- upset me <laughs> can't talk and then <coughs> And then I take responsibility. So I really try to respond rather than react. And 
what I mean by that is like just um, whether it's like taking a breath or just slowing things down, really trying to relax my nervous system and like um, respond to the situation like in a cool, calm, collected way rather than um, having that just like knee-jerk reaction. And sometimes you can't help it, like sometimes you can't help it. I will have a, like a, a knee-jerk reaction to it and then it's kind of like, oh, whoa, hang on, whoa, 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 <laughs> let's just pump the brakes a bit. And then I'm like, okay, well, what am I actually feeling here? So identifying like how I actually feel in the moment or whether it's like I, you know, go away and think about like what what was that so um, – why was that so triggering? Like, what actually triggered me? <coughs> and what am I actually feeling? What it, what did it make me feel? And then I'll do like a bit of self-inquiry. So like, what am I making this situation mean? And is it true? And then like, you know, it could be like, um, I'm trying to think of an example. So like, <coughs> the... There was a situation recently actually that with a friend that really triggered me and I got really like offended. I got really upset and quite angry and um, by the way that she was um, like raising something with me and I just felt like I was getting a bit, you know, defensive and I was like really triggered by what she was saying and she and I <laughs> and I had triggered her so and then she'd kind of like reacted to the situation and then I was um, reacting to her reaction and so we were triggering each other and yeah it was it was a really fucking fucking interesting um, situation to be in and then like like I said I was trying to like just remain calm breathe relax you know, remain open and like have the conversation. And then so we we kind of chatted about how we were feeling and um, yeah, just had a conversation. And then when, uh, when I left, and this is <coughs> another thing that I do, like when something else triggers me, whether it's someone else, like whether I'm, or whether it's my partner or um, yeah, this situation with my friend or with it, whether it's with someone um, tr- triggering me like maybe indirectly like maybe I'm seeing someone on maybe social media or something like that um, <coughs> not that that has happened a lot lately but definitely in the past um, it's like I will then process it and be like okay maybe do some journaling or um, you know if, if there is like a really strong emotion like like this situation with my friend, I went away and had a big cry and just released all of that like shock and that emotion that I was experiencing um, and released that from my body and like, you know, <laughs> I like I had to like shake my body and then I actually went to the beach and went for a swim after that and just like really kind of cleansed all of that, whew, like a really intense energy. Um but yeah, and then I was like journaling it out, like journaling how I was feeling, um, you know, like everything, like how I really felt, all of my feelings, like the anger, um, everything. I was journaling it and it just like was this big cathartic release. Um, and then it kind of 
writing all of it out helped me um, to really see my thoughts and then it asked in asking that question like what am I making all this mean is it actually true and like so it just really dissipated um, the charge around it for me like I, I really was like super um, you know how you just like get really like caught up in the moment and the the emotions and the um, all of that's flowing it was just like okay when I was in my own space my own time like just journaling all of that out and really processing and like even if it's something little that comes up you may not want to like you know or have the time you may not have the time to like go and journal and do a deep dive and like unpack it all but it's like if it's really that strong if it's you know um I highly recommend doing that but if it's something like say someone triggers you on social media or there's someone that you follow or maybe it's a a friend of yours or like you know um maybe not a close friend but yeah someone that you follow on Instagram for example and um you're seeing them succeed and you're seeing them get clients or maybe it's someone that's in a program that you're in and like they're getting the results and you're maybe not getting the results just yet and that triggers you and you feel envious of that person's success that's triggering you look at like what what am I making this mean? Like, are you making the mean, making it mean that like, or is it reflecting back like to you, <coughs> your belief around maybe like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm a failure. Maybe that's your thought process at the moment. Like around that, I'm a failure because I don't have, um, I haven't got any new clients and this lady has. So that's triggering me because she's actually achieving what I want to be achieving and see how that like that would trigger you like or it can trigger some people it's like yeah she's she's achieving something that I want yeah um trying to think of another example and I think I've used a few examples of um talking about the book Untamed by Glennon Doyle but I read that um last weekend and she I think she was um, giving an example of her wife who (coughs) would like take rest or like, you know, take breaks during the day and just like watch TV and stuff. And then she'd kind of get really like envious of that and she'd get that would trigger her. And um, for her, it brought up like doing that during, during the day means laziness. Like she had this flashback to when she was little and if her parents got home, she'd like jump off the lounge and like pretend like she was busy or something like that. And um, so, yeah, when she'd see her partner like resting during the day or taking a break or whatever, and, and she'd be like, her herself would be like working really hard, that triggered her because it wasn't like, oh, um, she's lazy. It's like she prioritizes like her rest or she values herself enough to take rest where whereas I I have to oh I she felt like she had to um (coughs) like work really hard and she was like imposing these you know um rules for herself because because of her like her pattern or her childhood conditioning around like 
yeah, maybe she felt like, oh, I don't want to be called lazy by my parents if I seem to be doing nothing. Um, whereas now she has to like remind herself it's like, oh, that's fine actually. Yeah, that's great that she can do that and I can do that too, whatever she tells herself. So, yeah, it can – things can trigger us. People can trigger us in their behaviour if it's something that we want for ourselves but we're not allowing ourselves <coughs> to do or to experience and we're denying ourselves essentially of that desire but those people are fulfilling it. And it's like, um, you know <coughs> – um, thinking about like, you know, when I do the cleaning up or wash the washing or something like that and part of me just gets really triggered and I'm just like, oh, you know, like why doesn't my partner help out or something like that and and then I think I catch myself and I'm thinking, well, you know, he, he has no idea, you know, um, he doesn't think, th- think in the same ways that you do when um, – you know, you need to let him know the this, like, you know, if you want him to do something or help out or you can always ask him. You don't need to just, like, always do the thing and then feel bad about not asking for help. Like, so <coughs> it's all about, like, taking responsibility, really. Um, for me, I have found that it's, like, instead of blaming people or like assuming that people should be mind readers and they should know how you feel and, um, yeah, getting upset by people doing stuff. If you're triggered by like in that the, in that envious kind of way, looking at what they're doing and, and flipping it and um, looking at it as if like, oh, wow, that's amazing. They're doing it. That just sh- That's showing me like that's evidence that I can do that too. So when I see people like, you know, rich people or successful people or people getting clients, I'm just like, yeah, baby, like you go girl or you go whoever. Like, um, and I get really excited because I'm like, that is just evidence of like, you know, my, and if I'm paid, paying attention to that, like whatever's in my awareness, I just, I'm very mindful that that's like for me, that's like within my realm of possibility, if that makes sense. So yeah, I I actually get really turned on by it. I'm just like, oh, that's sexy, you know. Like that's that's really cool, and like you know, nice cars or like things like that. I'm just like, yeah, I love that I'm surrounded by this this type of stuff, and that's in my field, you know. <coughs> Excuse me. So yeah, but going back to the situation with my friends, so yeah, journal that out, and then like really like nurtured my inner child and comforted my inner child and did some self-soothing and like really comforted myself and like held myself through that. When those big scary kind of uncomfortable emotions come up, like in those bigger situations, like if something's really triggering you, you're having a really triggering conversation with a friend or a partner or a family member, oh my God. Um, family are great <laughs> for triggering us. Um but yeah, take it as take it as a opportunity and a chance to heal, to really take note of like what is this showing me about myself and what is not healed and where I can heal, where I can grow and open up and expand in order to experience more of what I want, in order to expand uh, like into more love or better relationships, like with whether it's with your partner. So same with like 
for example, with me and my partner, like we've been together for over 11 years now. Like, you know, we, we've kind of been on and off, we've broken up a few times. I've moved out a few times, but like not for very long, quite brief breakups really. And yeah, it's just like we've worked through so much stuff like you know because I was um I suppose with that shift it's like because it kind of kept coming up and this stuff kind of kept happening and I was like what is this about and actually with with that shift I um a big it 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 happened like um around the time around my 30th birthday when I really started to like shift I've talked about this in another podcast episode I think I can't remember which one um around how I started to instead of looking at all the different things in my life like areas that weren't working I really just shifted my attention to working on the relationship with myself and like I was like yeah I really need to like love myself more and yeah like work on improving the relationship with myself and then that had a domino effect so and that's when I think the the big shift happened with like say in my relationship with my partner because because I was self-aware and I was like yeah how can I grow how can I heal how can I love myself more through this like how can I show up for myself and taking that that self-responsibility so yeah that's like I think that's a really big piece um that I see when when we get triggered it's like take taking personal responsibility and seeing it as a as a chance and opportunity to heal um allow yourself to feel your feelings and like own it and acknowledge like hey what am I actually feeling what is this bringing up for me what am I making it mean what am I making this situation mean does it like am I saying like um that I'm a failure or that they don't like me or they don't care about me or it's bringing up um past fears of like being abandoned or I'm scared that they're going to reject me or like I'm feeling um yeah like feeling really hurt I'm feeling really um like betrayed or whatever it's bringing up for you like feel that allow yourself to feel it and process it because that's you know what we what we resist will persist and like what we feel heals. So um, yeah, really, really noticing like what is it bringing up for you? Remembering to like breathe, um, try and relax your nervous system and like just really like cu- like remain calm, as calm as you can. If you need to like go, like if it's in the heat of the moment and you need to like go and take a bit of a breather cool off a bit and then come back and like resolve the situation if it's with someone else or you know journal unpack it like process it properly um and then yeah just notice like what is this showing me what am I making it mean is it true is it actually true and like what what can I learn from this like how can I heal this What's the wound that needs to be healed? Is it like I'm not good enough? Is it the I'm unworthy story? And just love yourself. Like acknowledge that and like really love yourself. It's like okay. And if it's like fuck this thing again, like this wound again, man, like I feel like 
I've, I've, like, you know, this has come up so many times. I feel like I've healed this so many times. And if that's the case, then maybe it is. Maybe it's another layer. Maybe it is something, you know, it's coming up again for a reason. But it's just like, just love yourself through that. Like, imagine if you had a child who was experiencing that or who had experienced it again and again and again. Like, what would you say to them? How would you nurture them? How would you make them feel? Like, you'd make them feel loved. You'd, you'd nurture them. You'd look after them. You'd love them regardless, unconditionally, you know. So just be gentle with yourself. Um, do some self-inquiry. Get curious about it. Um, <coughs> so, yeah. And actually, the other thing that I do and that I did the other day was some emotional clearing. So, um, yeah, which you've probably heard me talk about in other podcast episodes if you've been listening to a few now. Um, yeah, m- my emotional clearing work that I do like with um, uh, like myself and with my clients, like it really helps to take the charge out of things so that it just um, – yeah, with those strong things that trigger me, I also like like to look at that and be like, oh, like, you know, is this a trigger th- that's like, um, <coughs> you know, keep showing up for me and then I'll do some clearing around it to just like dissipate that strong emotional charge so that it frees me up to then if, if something, say, um, would trigger me in the past, if that situation comes up again in the future, it doesn't have that like you know, um, strong emotional effect on me. It doesn't, like, affect my mood. I can just be like, meh, you know, I'm good. Either way, I'm good. So, yeah, I had a session with a client the other day who actually um, we were working on some triggers that she was experiencing with um, with some people, like, at work. And, yeah, did did some, like, clearing around it. So just, like, asking around, like, what's going on? Like, what was the most triggering thing um for her and we ended up doing a root clear we did two root clears actually in this session it was a pretty big session um (coughs) and yeah we we did a root clear on rejection and a root clear on abandonment because that was like the the situation that was happening like um and it wasn't just this situation it it is it shows up in a, a few different ways for her she was basically, you know, has this big um, emotional charge around people rejecting her or people, um, yeah, like abandoning her. So with the root clears, um, what I mean by that is like we, I will muscle test <coughs> on my um, on my client's behalf, and what we do is these emotional clearing tools, like I'm using these emotional clearing tools. So I'm using muscle testing from kinesiology to muscle test to find three um, significant emotional events in your life. So just like muscle test with the ages and then I'll find the emotions attached to those, which then like gives us a picture of your relationship or your emotional uh, response to say in this case like rejection we do the root clear on rejection and yeah so you test for three ages and three emotions at those ages and it's really interesting to see like what comes up for people and like 
um, yeah, it gives you like a pat, uh, like it'll kind of paint a picture or show you a pattern of your experience of rejection in the world and like your <coughs> emotional responses to that. So, and then we clear those emotions. So we're clearing the emotional charge around those so that in the moments that you would usually feel like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to be um, maybe like pho- phobia, you feel this phobia comes up for you um, around actually being rejected. Um, or maybe it's like frustration that comes up for you because you try so hard to please people, but then you just get rejected. That might be your story. Um, so we clear the like really strong emotional um, triggers for you, like whether it's like, yeah, like I said, um, what did I say, frustration and phobia, so that you can then um, show up in a more free, like, kind of way. Like it frees your emotional body up. It frees your energetic body up so that you can just show up and be yourself and not be like super, super like anxious or worried or fearful around being rejected in certain situations so it's pretty fucking epic it's really really cool um you can head to my website jmartin.com forward slash sessions if you want to like check out the different emotional clearing sessions that i do and book one in um if there's (laughs) a trigger or something that you are um yeah wanting to clear um highly suggest booking in i just freaking love this work like seriously um you may be sick of hearing me talk about it on (laughs) most of the podcast episodes but I can't help it because I love this work and it's very very powerful and yeah I just love love the emotional um clearing side of things like um because in the past I'd be like working with my clients like on a very mental level like working with their mindset that's not true because I've always worked intuitively and then I did a lot of like energy healing work as well and bringing that component into it but this emotional work is just like so powerful because just because like our our mindset um like our thoughts and our beliefs like impact how we feel and feeling is such a big part of like our life and our experience and it drives like how we feel and our emotions drive our behavior. So it's obviously such a big part of like, you know, why we take action or why we don't take action, like why we resist things, why we um, get really like attached to certain outcomes, like it needs to be this way, like I have to control everything, I need to, I need for it to be perfect because because if it's not and if it goes out of control, then, you know, what I'm, I'm going to feel um, what, whatever it is, <laughs> like... Like I'm going to feel anxious, I'm going to feel um, worried or, you know, vulnerable or whatever it is. <coughs> um, so, yeah, I just love, love, love this work. It's really, really cool. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to wrap it up there, guys. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I will chat to you guys tomorrow. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Blooming Bravely. If you're loving the episodes, please share it with a friend. Please leave a rating on Spotify or a review on iTunes. I would greatly appreciate that. If you're interested in booking an emotional clearing session, you can go to janemartin.com forward slash sessions to book in. Until next time, my loves, remember to take bold action, believe in yourself and bloom bravely.